Welcome to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're happy that you've joined us today because it's open line and we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. So give us a call. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We look forward to talking to you. We do have a story to open up with. And so, Doug, I think we probably better get right to that, Um, except for one thing just came to mind. We need to tell everybody about what's coming the weekend before Election Day. Absolutely. That's important. You that is important. Tell everybody about that one. You can learn more at endtime.com slash OPW. OPW, that stands for Online Prophecy Weekend. If you go there, you are going to see information about what's coming um, on November 4th and 5th. Uh, Dave, Doug, and I are going to be hosting an online prophecy weekend. Doug's going to be talking about uh, Will America Destroy Herself? Something about that. We'll see what the title ends up being, but essentially that. Um, and Dave and I haven't come up with a title yet, Doug, but we'll be talking as well. And then we're going to come together for an Ask Us Anything session. And uh, actually at endtime.com slash OPW, there's an area down there where you can submit your question and uh, perhaps it will make that slot um, on, that's on November 5th for that particular one. So it's November 4th and 5th, Online Prophecy Weekend. And the way to participate is to subscribe to End of the Age Plus. It's totally free for subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber, you will not be able to view it. However, if you are, and you can try it for free, so you don't even have to be a paid subscriber. If you're in a free trial, you can watch it. So go to endtime.com slash OPW and uh, you can learn more about Online Prophecy Weekend coming up the weekend before Election Day and there's even a button there where you can subscribe for the exclusive access so be sure to check that out. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on but first Doug, Biden's executive order for transhumanism. (laughs) What in the world? Are we about to see uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger walking through there with... uh, Half robot, half man stuff. Man, it it sounds like. It. I mean, this is this is bizarre. It's almost like uh, you know science fiction when you when you read stuff like this and you think about what could be done. Now, you're you're going to hear a lot of people talking about some of the other aspects of this. We're kind of concentrating on the transhumanism part of it because that is part of what he's talking about doing. Uh, but you know, I mean, he, it, it's also supposed to have effects for growing food and uh, you know for the sustainable development goals of the UN. So it, it goes right along, Vince, with some of the things that we've heard uh, the WEF talk about, and uh, particularly um, Yuval Noah Harari. So uh, it, He's your it favorite, all, right? yeah, you know that that guy. He's something else. So it, it is going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Now, he signed an executive order, so that's what this hoopla is about. He actually signed it a couple of weeks ago, but it's just now getting into uh, the, the media where the media is starting to discover what this is talking about. So very interesting. Well, the story says that Biden, the Biden administration issued an executive order calling for biotechnology that can predictably, predictably program biology in the same way in which we write software and program computers. Yeah. That is above my comprehension level, Doug. <laughs> I am not following that. Right. Uh, like how that could be possible, though I understand that it is or is becoming possible. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on to say, as an example of such biotechnology, Executive Order 14081. This isn't CNN, Fox, Newsmax, any of these other places. Mm-hmm. This is an executive order. You can right. go read that executive order on the White House website. Right. Um, but this executive order included by implication the COVID-19 mRNA injection citing the COVID-19 pandemic as demonstrating the vital role of biotechnology in developing and producing life-saving vaccines that protect Americans and the world. The mRNA jabs are an example of what has been described as the most prominent area of biotechnology, the production of ostensibly therapeutic proteins and other drugs through gene- uh, genetic engineering. However, while the proteins produced by the mRNA shot were touted as beneficial, evidence has emerged that they are toxic to humans. In fact, as Stat News noted in 2016, mRNA experiments were abandoned by several pharma groups before the COVID-19 outbreak over concerns about toxicity. In support of its proposal to use biotechnology to aid human health, the order called upon the Secretary of Health and Human Services to submit a report assessing how to use biotechnology to achieve medical breakthroughs, reduce the overall burden of disease, and improve health outcomes. Mm -hmm. Doug, what in the world is this talking about? It sounds like uh, sci-fi. It does sound like sci-fi, and a lot of people have have talked about the um, what I refer to as the Fauci Ouchi and how this had biotechnology in it. It sounds like the more we hear about it, that is uh, going to turn out to be the case uh, with with some of the things that we're starting to hear about the MN or the mRNA um, vaccines and things that are happening. The uh, the thing about it is, as he goes into this, what, we've heard other people speak about this as well, Vince. We've heard uh, Elon Musk talk about, uh, you know, being able to link up with computers through our brain and having uh, USB ports uh, put in our skulls where we could plug it into computers and all kinds of crazy things. And so um, this doesn't surprise me, you know, to, to hear this, that these are efforts that's now being made because, like I said before, uh, we've heard this agenda, you know, through the the WEF as well, and so uh, it's just very strange when you start thinking about it. Because, like you said, it's like a sci-fi movie when you start breaking this stuff down and thinking about it. Well, make sure that you share this video because this is obviously a topic that uh, often gets censored, and we're going to do our best to uh, tell you the truth and also not get censored. But if you share and if you heart and if you comment, that goes a long way in helping get the word out. Doug, um, we are going to take people's calls uh, in a bit. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we do that, what's your take on how this could be connected to the Mark of the Beast? Um, Because of the fact that they're talking about being able to uh, do things under the skin. So that's one of the things that we've always wondered if the Mark of the Beast would not be uh, like a data chip that would be placed inside of us that we would be able to do all kinds of different things with, pay bills with, uh, turn the lights on in our homes, unlock our doors, all kinds of different things like this. Uh, if they would be able to come up with this biotechnology where they would be able to implant something in us to where we would be able to use that to buy, sell, and trade, then we are looking at the technology that could become the mark of the beast that Revelation chapter 13 speaks of. 
Well, we'll get into more of that on the other side of the break. Again, we're going to take your calls, 877-END-TIMES, the number to join, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. It's Open Line Friday, so we're taking your calls to determine what we're talking about. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We opened with a story about Biden's executive order on transhumanism. We talked about it a bit in the first segment, and there's a clip that we think is super important for everyone um, to hear and watch. Doug, are we ready to go to that clip, or do you want to kind of introduce it a little bit? Well, I mean, the clip is is of uh, Yuval Noah Harari, and he's talking well, about all this. That means nothing. Who's that guy? That That is the advisor to Klaus Schwab in the WEF, the World Economic Forum. And he's talked about this on many different occasions. Uh, but this is like a compilation of all those times that he's talked about it. So and We've actually done a show on him before. We have. Is he the if false he's prophet? the false prophet or Yes, not? sir. We have done that. So <laughs> Is he? Well, no, he's not. <laughs> but, but he may be Klaus Schwab's false prophet there because he does say a bunch of things that, uh, you know, we'll just have to kind of watch and see what this man does. He's definitely evil for sure, I think, because of... Uh, his views on humanism and uh, his views on homosexuality and other things. Uh, So anyway, without further ado, let's roll that video. Humans are now hackable animals. 
you know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. Over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But in a crisis, you see we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. vaccine won't help us go the to the test, of course. The vaccine will help <laughs> us, of course. It will make things you know, more manageable. Surveillance, people could look back in 100 years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it, and understand people better than they understand themselves. This I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Natural selection is replaced by intelligent design. The era of inorganic life is now beginning. In the coming decades, AI and biotechnology will give us godlike abilities to re-engineer life, and even to create completely new life forms. We are about to enter a new era of inorganic life shaped by intelligent design. Our intelligent design. Mm. Yeah, so there's a lot of information right there that he talks about. One of the things that was fascinating to me, Vince, is that he talks about the ability to go and hack under the skin or to surveil under the skin. So he's talking about being able to track us uh, by putting something under our skin. And he talks about how uh, we'll look back at this coronavirus and we'll uh, be able to see um, that that was a starting point for this kind of technology, this biotechnology. And so since all of this has started, you can go back and even push it uh, toward the Great Reset and what all that entails there. Uh, is this part of that plan? And, and so at this point, this executive order, I don't know how much this is going to uh, affect us but uh, it's very interesting that it's even on the books. And like I said before, they, they talk about this being a way of uh, being able to uh, help with uh, the food supply chain and things like that. So this is also one of those things that's on the eight sustainable uh, goals of the uh, WEF. They talk about uh, you won't be eating meat anymore. You'll be eating more uh, of insects and things like that, and you'll be able to uh, create things uh, biometrically. So they might actually be making a steak biometrically. Uh, I saw an article uh, out of the uh, Israeli uh, paper the other day. I believe that it was the Jerusalem Post where I saw this article uh, where they are making steak in labs. And so they're able to create 
a, a steak and make it in a lab instead of having a live cow and killing the cow and butchering the cow, they're able to process this and make meat now in labs. And so uh, it's just it's interesting where we're headed, but it all kind of ties into the sustainable development goals of the UN and how we're cutting down on green uh, house gases and all the things. It all rolls into that big ball. So very interesting um, executive order that he signed now. So Doug, with with that guy saying that, I mean that could be anybody. Now we've explained that he's an advisor to Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Who does that impact? The World Economic Forum impacts the world. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy to think about, but when you begin to look at all the people that have ties to the World Economic Forum events, uh, it's not just individuals, but it's companies, uh, thousands of companies, uh, big name companies that you know that are in there. Uh, you know, even companies like uh, YouTube and TikTok are all partners with um, the World Economic Forum. So this is a worldwide effect. And remember, they meet every year in Davos and they meet with the elites. They meet with... Uh, well, that's what I was thinking about. Like, this guy is an advisor to Klaus Schwab and World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. So who is Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum advising? Who's some of the people in the crowd? Yeah, so Joe Biden was one of them. Remember, we saw him there. Uh, we, we've heard Klaus Schwab brag about how Justin Trudeau uh, from... Canada, the Prime Minister of Canada, is one of his graduates from uh, his his school of the young global leaders. Uh, also, he bragged that most of Trudeau's cabinet were uh, were graduates from the young global leaders. And then also, he's he's mentioned people like Emmanuel Macron. He's mentioned Vladimir Putin. Um, the uh, can't think of her name right now, but the Prime Minister of, of Germany. Angela Merkel, yes, former Prime Minister. An, yes, Angela Merkel. Uh, so many people, including people like um, movie stars, uh, you know, stars like... Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank you, that's him, Leonardo read DiCaprio. read your mind, Doug. And others, I mean, there's others involved in it, too. Uh, so anyway, many, it's just... Many, many others. Many, yes. many others. Yeah. And people that are influential in our thought process, so... Uh, you know, lots of people listen to what actors say. You know, we, we I don't know when that started because back in, uh, you know, the days of kings and knights, uh, a court gesture was kind of the fool of, of the place. He, and, but now the we comedian. have... Yeah. So now we have these entertainers telling us what we should think and what we should do and we listen to them. But anyway, um, I digress. There's just a lot of uh, very influential people who are involved in the WEF. And remember, the WEF is one of those tentacles of the United Nations. They are an organization within the United Nations. Well, it's open line, Doug. Yes, it is. We better get to the calls now. You can join us by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about what you want to talk about, so let's get to that. Let's go to Shane in Arizona. Shane, welcome to End of the Age. Yo, what's up, my brother? It's Brother Hudson again. Welcome. Hey, you guys. All right, so listen, man. All right, so my whole life, right, I've been taught pre-trib rapture, right, which I didn't really believe that, all right? I mean, I, I love the pastors that I have been under, all right, including family, but I didn't really believe that because the scriptures don't exactly say that, okay? Matter of fact, it says that the mark of the beast is going to be implemented and that the Antichrist 
is going to rise up against the saints. Okay, now wait a minute. If the saints are still on the earth, wherever they're going to be, then why would he rise up against them, right? Right. So that means the mark of the beast is going to be implemented before the church is raptured, correct? That's what we believe. I mean, that... I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I'm not a, I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> but, I mean, when I, when I read some of that revelation, I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, uh, you know, that's besides the ones who don't get nuked, right? Because, I mean, I believe that we may get nuked before all that stuff happens, okay? At least here in America. I mean, maybe we might see some of it. But there's a guy... I think he's from Michigan or Minnesota or something. I don't remember where he's from. You guys probably know about this. But he had a stroke, and he cannot really communicate without a program. And Steve Bannon on The War Room has been talking about this guy, and this other guy's been talking about him. And this is transhumanism at work. They call him the first cyborg. Interesting. I I hadn't heard anything about that, but um, you know I'm I'm sure that that's already happening. I mean, there's so many things that are going on right now, and and with the advanced technologies that we have, there's things that we don't even know about. And so you know, Shane, I mean, we just kind of have to to watch these things and see what's developing. But I I would like to kind of just help you out with that first question you had about being here during that time of the Antichrist and the Mark of the Beast, and when that's rolled out, I mean, you're 100% correct as far as we're concerned, and Revelation 20 is a really good place where you can find that information. Uh, If you look in Revelation chapter 20, verse 4 through 6, it tells you there, uh, it says, And I saw the thrones of them that sat upon them, and judgment was given to them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, Neither had they received the mark upon their foreheads or their hands, and they lived and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection, speaking of those who had died because they hadn't taken the mark. And it says, Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death had no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. So... Uh, Shane, the first resurrection happens and it includes people who refused to take the mark of the beast and they were killed for it. So that right there is solid scripture that tells you we are here during the time of the mark of the beast or these people wouldn't have been killed because they refused to take it. And so that lets us know that not only is that the first resurrection, there won't be another resurrection until after the thousand year uh, reign of Jesus Christ on earth will end. And then that's at the great white throne of judgment. So does that help Woo. you, Shane? I know that's Bro, a lot of information, exciting brother. Exciting times, ain't it? <laughs> exciting times, man, I tell you. What a time to be alive. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, Shane, bro, are you already on Into the Age Plus? Do what? Are you already on Into the Age Plus? No, man. I just happen to find you guys, man. Like, I've, I've been looking over some stuff, you know, and I've been watching some other people's videos, and I'm like, yeah, this dude's a joke. Get rid of him. And I told you guys the last time I called about that one guy that said that the United States needs to bomb Israel, and I was like, this dude's freaking smoking crack. 
Well, we, we have a we have a service called Into the Age Plus. It's like it's kind of like Netflix. All our videos are on there. You can stream it twenty four seven. I'd like to give you access to that for free. So we're going to put you on hold. Get your email address, and we'll send that to you. We've got a whole lesson about when the rapture will happen. I think you'll love it, and it sounds like with the energy you bring, you might like everything that we've got on there. <laughs> Dude, I, I I tell you, man, I I've been really praying, man, lately. You know that the Lord really reveals, man, what what really His will is for me. You know what I mean? Because I know there's something there. You know what I mean? And Amen. and I don't know I don't know when He's going to unleash. You know, I, I I have no idea. You know, but um, you know, whatever His plan is, man. Absolutely. Well, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to get your email address, and uh, we'll be praying for you, Shane. Uh, We'll send you free access to End of the Age Plus. Uh, I think it should go out today. So we appreciate your call. Thank you so much, Doug. We've only got two minutes left. I don't think we have time. I would hate to bring a caller on and then have to cut them short. I do that way too much, and people let me know that they don't like it. So if you want to go to a call, we can blame it on you. But if you don't, we can be free and clear. All right, let's let's just hold our calls until after the break. I don't want to cut anybody off that may, uh, you know, want to talk to us a little bit. So, what we can talk about though is Shane brings up a great point about some of the things that are going on right now, where they're using some of this technology on people who have had accidents or strokes and things like that. We we are watching the transhumanism really begin to to blossom, and I do believe. Uh, like we talked about with Elon Musk, when you think about what he's doing with the satellites that he's launching into space and he's starting... Sky- I saw that last night over my property. Yeah, you saw it fly over? Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty impressive when that happens. It's the second time I've seen it. Yeah. Did Both you take times a video? I thought it was a UFO. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's pretty impressive when it does UAE, fly over. what are they calling it now? I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, but, but it's interesting because you wonder if, if some of that, like the, what do they call that, Skynet or Skylink or what Skylink, is it? Uh, Starlink. Starlink. So you wonder if some of those technologies wouldn't be part of this as well because if you're going to be hooked to an Internet of Things, remember we've talked about that before, the Internet of Things, and if this is the way that we're going, I mean, you think about how the Internet is now. You've seen movies before. I, I know there's that movie with Tom Cruise in it. Uh, where he's walking through a crowded area and every commercial is targeted right at him. The technology exists now. I saw a commercial about it the other day, and they're implementing it in airports. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit on Online Prophecy Weekend that's coming up November 4th and 5th. So go to endtime.com slash OPW. Learn how you can sign up in the schedule there. We'll be right back to take more of your calls on the other side of the break. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. 
Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We'll be getting to more of your calls, but before we do, I want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Forest Lake, Minnesota, um, starting tomorrow and then again on Sunday. So tomorrow is at 6 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future according to Bible prophecy. And then Sunday is 10 a.m. and he'll be talking about breaking prophecy news. This event is totally free. You don't even have to register. It's first come, first serve though. So go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the conference in Forest Lake, Minnesota this weekend. Or you can give us a call at 800 endtime 800 363-8463. We do have a few open lines to be on the show today. That number is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to go to Ken in Illinois. Ken, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you. Um, I just have a statement. Um, when I see the war in Ukraine, I see both leaders are globalists. And sometimes I wonder if they're on the same team, if maybe this whole war is an act, and this may be a way to destroy the United States. Well, it's a good point, Ken. Um, it's one of those things, you know, that um, I've, I've wondered that, too. I've looked at this situation over and over again. I've, I've tried to make sense out of everything that's going on there. Uh, and it's just one of those very odd situations right now that I hear things from two different sides uh, because I get a lot of news from a lot of different sources, and uh, you hear stories on some of the things that's going on over there, and, and it goes against some of the things our media is telling us. And so you, you do start to wonder, you start to even wonder about some of the conspiracy theory that's in there as well. I know that we, we've talked about on this program before how Russia will be part of that one-world government beast if right now they're pushing against the one-world government so hard. And one theory about that is this could be about regime change. I saw two different stories today uh, from two different sources that were speaking about uh, they're trying to turn the Russian people against Putin to overthrow Putin and get him out of power. So uh, if that were to happen, I can see that, that that's one of the, the ways that this may end up. It may end up with a regime change there in Russia which will bring Russia into uh, more of a, a United Nations, one world government type of uh, scenario there because uh, we've watched before how uh, these different countries have had their leaders taken down and then new leaders set in place uh, that would play ball with the one world government. And so uh, 
could that be what's happening here? That's kind of an open-ended question because we just really don't know. But uh, I see the same things you're seeing apparently, and I and I wonder and scratch my head often if we're being pulled into something uh, either because America is standing in the way of this one world government or if we're participating in it, uh, what exactly is going on. And right now, from this side of everything, it's really hard to know what's true and what's not true. So do you think do you think uh, Putin might be actually like Trump, who was like kind of a nationalist and not a globalist then? Well, I know for sure that Trump was more of a nationalist. And, uh, of course, you've heard the president talk about, President Biden talk about how people that are involved in the Make America Great Again movement, those Republicans are enemies of democracy and enemies of the state uh, because it goes against the global agenda. It goes against everything that this administration is trying to push us into. And Trump was very much taking us out of those things and exposing what they were really about, wealth redistribution and, and things like that. And, and America fitting the bill for NATO uh, when NATO was actually buying their oil from Russia. And, of course, now we know that stopped because the pipelines have been destroyed. And Biden promised that would happen if Russia invaded Ukraine. And so we're looking at so many different things happening here. But it, it, it appears like that was one of the reasons why uh, this president was not popular with most of the world, or President Trump was not popular with most of the world, was because he pushed back against the uh, global elites. And now it appears as though Putin's doing the same thing, and maybe this is a way to get Putin out of the way. I don't know. I guess we won't know until we get to the other side of this thing. What possible reason why would they want to get Putin out of the way? Uh, so one of the things that, that Putin's done, okay, is he's moved Russia off of the U.S. dollar, the oil-controlled U.S. dollar, moved them back into a gold standard and, and uh, had people either pay with gold for fuel or uh, ru- rubles, I think, is what their money's called. And so uh, they, they, those were the only two ways that they would accept payment for things. So he's moved back to the gold standard. Well, we watch when other leaders have done this in the past, We've seen them taken out when they would not play ball with the uh, world, with the one world uh, government and with the global financial systems. And they would go back to the gold standards. Things have happened. We watched Gaddafi fall shortly after Gaddafi went to a gold standard. We watched uh, Saddam Hussein also be taken out of power after he moved his country back to a gold standard. And so could this be more that? I don't know. I'm not saying for sure that's what's happening. But I'm saying that right now he is not, Putin is not playing ball with the one world government. And so we're watching the entire world kind of come against Russia and what's going on in the Ukraine. And like I said before, we get mixed reports from the Ukraine. Uh, You know, there's footage out there of things that look like they're setting up war zones and things and making it look like things have happened. Uh, When this first started, they had this big story about this guy they were calling the ghost who was... Uh, a popular pilot that was taking out Russian uh, airplanes and this one guy was shooting down all these Russian airplanes. That turned out to be footage from a video game. And so who knows what's really happening out there, Ken? It's, it, we're living in some times where it's hard to discern what the truth is if you're looking at a video or listening to somebody giving a news report somewhere. I understand, I understand how that could be fake. Hey, thank you. I just, I just it was, it was, yeah, I just, your thoughts are interesting. 
Well, thank you, Ken. We appreciate your call today, sir. Okay, bye. Now, Doug, a reason why, um, from a prophecy lens, mm-hmm. the reason why Vladimir Putin needs to be removed is because right now he's not lining up with the world government. Right. And Bible prophecy says Russia will. Right. Yeah. So we can look at all this and go, well, you know, we may not know all the political reasons. We may not know what's um, happening in the minutest detail with how everything's working out. But from a Bible prophecy perspective, we know Russia will align with the world government. And right now that's not the case. And so there will be things that happen to enforce that because that's what God's word says. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a great point. Uh, you know, because and right now, how can that feet of the bear be part of that world government if the bear is fighting against the world government? And so, uh, yeah, something's going to have to change in order for that to all fall into place. And you, you make a very good point there, Vince, that that could be what we're watching happen right now. We'll just have to wait and see. That's part of why the upcoming election is so important because there are people that will be brought into power Mm-hmm. that will either be in favor or against a world government, mm-hmm. be in favor or against our involvement in Ukraine or Russia or wherever else. And the way we always try to explain it is through a lens of Bible prophecy. And so we feel like this upcoming election is so important for us to look at it through a lens of Bible prophecy that we've dedicated a whole weekend, November 4th and 5th, uh, Doug's going to do a session, I'm going to do a session, Dave's going to do a session, we're going to do one all together where we answer your questions. Um, That's only available on End of the Age Plus. Now, part of the reason for that, we're going to be saying some things, we're going to be showing some clips, Um, we're going to be talking about some things that will be censored by YouTube or Facebook or any of these other channels, so we just can't talk about it there. So it's only on End of the Age Plus. So that is the big reason for doing it there. It's going to be exclusive to End of the Age Plus subscribers, and you can learn how you can participate in that weekend by going to endtime.com slash OPW. Uh, you can also give us a call if you need help with that verbally. 800 end times a number to call. Um, let's get back to the phones. Lori in Kansas. Lori, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you, guys, and thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Hey, I've got a question about the false prophet and the one world religion. Now, it's my understanding there's going to be like one main false prophet. And I know the word says that there are many false prophets and antichrists on the world now. But I went to watch a sermon on TV for a specific preacher that I didn't have a good opinion of, and I wanted to try to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I watched the sermon, and he never opened the Bible, never mentioned the Word of God. The only time he said Jesus was to tell a joke about him, and the whole sermon was about loving yourself. And this particular preacher has a huge huge mega church there in Texas. Of course, I won't mention his name. You don't have and to at this point, Lori. We've got it. <laughs> We've pinpointed big, exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's got, a, he's got a little more hair than I do as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering, I mean, I, when I read more about him, I see that he is all for a one world religion. So how are people like this going to play a part in these end times 
do we just pray for them and, you know, then go on about our business? Are we to try to reach those people in some way? And how does that fit in with the, with the Pope being, you know? Yeah, um, it, great, great points. And you bring up, you know, the, the main one that we're uh, looking at in being the Pope and the Vatican is going to be uh, that mystery Babylon. And so, yes, you're correct. There's going to be one main false prophet that the Bible talks about. And that one, it says in Revelation 19 uh, and 20, that, that he is with the beast thrown into the lake of fire. This is also the God that's going to be doing miracles in front of men and, and uh, persuading people to take the mark of the beast. Now, the thing about that is, uh, we have watched pastors like the one you're talking about along with others who have made an allegiance back to the Vatican and the Pope and, and signed documents saying that they will uh, be under that umbrella of the Roman Catholic Church and the Vatican and Rome. And that particular pastor that you're speaking of is one of those who visited the Vatican, who signed this document, and who is now uh, part of that infrastructure of Mystery Babylon and her many daughters. So the okay. thing about that is, yes, we want to pray for people uh, who are under pastors like this. We, we want to lift them up in prayer that God would open their eyes. We know there's going to be a, a great revival. And Jesus even says in Revelation chapter 18, I think it's verse 4, where he says, come out of her, my people, or else you partake of, of uh, the cup of wrath uh, that is for her. And so he calls them out. And so we believe that there's going to be a calling out of people in a false religion and as we get closer to the time before Jesus' return, that there's going to be many people saved. But we also know because of Matthew 7 that there's going to be many that come to Jesus and say, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, away from me, I knew you not, you workers of iniquity. So some people are going to fall into that category as well. Lori, are you already on End of the Age Plus? I am. Have you been through Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ yet? I believe I did, and I need to watch it again. I have a senior brain, and things don't always. <laughs> well, there, like episode seven, <laughs> episode seven of volume two is "Who Is Mystery Babylon?" I would highly recommend that you check that out. Uh, thinking about it through the lens of the, your question today, and uh, I think there'll be some Great. pretty revealing things in there. So we thank you for your call. We are coming up on a break. We'll be getting to other calls on the other side of that break. So stay tuned for more. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. 
Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget, Dave and Jana will be in um, Lake, well, excuse me, Forest Lake, Minnesota, this weekend, Saturday night and Sunday morning. Go to endtime.com slash events for more information on the venue and times and details on that, or you can call us at 800-END-TIME. A last reminder on the online prophecy weekend, uh, the weekend before Election Day, Dave, Doug, and I are going to do... Uh, individual sessions, and then we're going to come together for one session where we answer your questions. It's only a four-session weekend. Um, you can go to endtime.com slash OPW to learn more about that. Uh, we're going to talk about stuff that would be censored on social media, so YouTube and Facebook's out of the question. We cannot broadcast this there. It's only going to be exclusively available on End of the Age Plus, so if you're not a subscriber already, be sure to do that. You can go to endtime.com slash OPW to learn more. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Melissa in Tennessee. Melissa, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Are you there? Yes, I don't know. Something happened. You're live. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Um, My question is about the Euphrates River drying up. Um, I want to know where that is, um, where that happens on the timeline. And then they're saying, you know, and from what I see on YouTube, the pictures of it, that it's drying up now. And um, I'd like to know y'all's thoughts on that. And then also the uh, last two, the Armageddon and World War Three, which I think y'all call the same as the Seventh Trumpet War. Uh, where were those take place? Are both of them going to happen in the Middle East? And um, that's it. That's my question. Melissa, before we get serious, I got to say I love your accent. Oh my goodness! I am from the country, and I feel like I am back. <laughs> I'm yeah, not sitting are. in a studio in Dallas. I am in the country again. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. No, that's all right. I I totally understand because I have a twang myself, and I I you know people not like that. You know, not like that. That's a Tennessee. Melissa twang, has got so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, okay, so the the answer about the Euphrates River and where we see that happening, that's going to be found in Revelation chapter 16, and it's verse 12. It is actually the uh, sixth vial, and when that is poured upon the great river Euphrates, the water thereof is dried up, and that makes ways for the kings of the east that they might be prepared to come and uh, to attack Jerusalem. And so... Uh, that is not happening at this point. What we're seeing right now is a natural drought uh, that happens from time to time. I mean, I, I live in, or I used to live in an area where we had a pretty good-sized lake. And a few years ago, that lake dried up to where you could walk across one area of it from one bank all clear all the way over to the other side of that lake across on dry land just because of the drought we were having. And I remember my brother-in-law telling me, I don't think that we'll ever see this lake back full again. But it filled up in one weekend when we had uh, just constant rain from a, a Friday night to a Sunday morning. It rained and it filled that lake back up. Same thing can happen there. As a matter of fact, when we were in uh, Israel a few years ago, uh, there was a severe drought at that time, and they were worried about the Sea of Galilee. They were worried about uh, it getting so low in some areas. They even found, I think, some artifacts because it got so low. But in one weekend, like what I'm telling you happened there in Texas, 
it happened in Israel too. They had these severe storms. This rain came down. And when it rains out there, there's not a lot of vegetation like we have to absorb water. And so it just goes straight into areas and it fills those rivers back up. So all the Euphrates River needs right now is a good rain and that river will be back up. But the other Mm -hmm. thing that stresses it a little bit is that Turkey right now is they've got the Ataturk Dam. And this is one of the ways that we've seen that this prophecy could be fulfilled in the future. And they have shut off some areas to preserve water for Turkey. Some of the lower lying regions have complained to the U.N. about this and said that Turkey is controlling this river flow and they need to water downstream in order to, uh, you know, give water to the communities around there. And so we've seen Turkey have to release some waters in some places. But I'm telling you right now, all they need is a really good rain and that'll be over with. And we know who controls that. And so when the Lord provides that, the Euphrates River will, will come back up. But one day, and it's going to be during that final three and a half year time of the Great Tribulation, just before the Battle of Armageddon is when that uh, river will be completely dried up to where these kings of the east can come across. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, what, on the, remind me your other uh, question. Uh, the, uh, the, the two final wars, Armageddon and the World War Three, which I think y'all call the Seven Trumpet War, um, where would those take place? Are they both going to be in the Middle East? Uh, I think Armageddon being around Israel. Um, Armageddon, now the, the Antichrist will fight wars in different places. Uh, Daniel chapter mm-hmm. 11 tells us that he's going to fight a few other wars. But Armageddon is just specifically going to be in that region of Israel and specifically Jerusalem. And you can find that in Zechariah chapter 14. It tells you that the armies of the world come against Israel at Jerusalem and half of the city is taken. So that's how we know from Scripture that Israel controls Jerusalem all the way up until the, uh, the Battle of Armageddon. Now, mm-hmm. the, war, the other war you're referring to is the Sixth Trumpet War, not the Seventh Trumpet War. That's it, yep. That and that, that's okay. found in Revelation chapter 9, verses 13 through 21 or 22, I think. And that is what we've always thought because it says that there are four angels bound in the great river Euphrates. So that is where we've always thought that that would take place, around that area. And yes, really? that region is north of Israel in the Middle East. However, with some of the things that have started to take place with this war between Russia and the Ukraine, we'll just kind of have to watch that because now Iran is involved in it because they've allowed drones uh, that Iranian technology has given to Russia in order to use this against the Ukraine. And so now Iran is kind of involved in that. And that's one of the major forces that we see lining up with Russia in the uh, in the Battle of Armageddon, and so they're helping their allies. Also, uh, Israel has uh, given aid to the Ukrainians, which has caused uh, a conflict between Russia and Israel. They had a pretty good relationship before this, and now Israel's giving aid to the Ukraine, and Russia is telling them they need to stop that. So we're just going to have to watch this situation and see what it turns into. Right. Melissa, are you already on End of the Age Plus? No, I'm not. My mother-in-law is, but I'm not. Well, let's get you a little closer to your mother-in-law and get you on there as well. We'll put you okay. on hold, and we're going to give you free access to Into the Age Plus, and you can um, binge watch all of our stuff if you'd like, 
and uh, get to the bottom of the, some of these questions. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> Stay on hold, Cheryl. I'll get that from you. Let's go to Joel in Oklahoma. Joel, welcome to End of the Age. Not End of the Age. Welcome to End of the Age, Joel. <laughs> good morning. How y'all doing? We're well. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Just just at work. <laughs> yeah, well, if you still think it's morning, it's been a long day, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a little bit. But, well, uh, welcome. We're no, glad to I have remember, you. Well, I was glad to finally get a get the nerve to call. <laughs> the first Doug's time scary, I isn't he? No, not really. No, God's <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. No, God's more scary than anything on this earth right now. There you yeah. Go. yeah, for real. But, uh, no, I just wanted to call and tell you hi. And uh, I love what y'all do. And y'all doing amazing work. And uh, there's a lot of scared people in this world right now. And we just got to keep our heads up because only God's going to save us. And yes, nothing sir. else in this world is going to help us. We just got, we're a, a candlestick and we got to keep our light bright and don't let all this gloom and doom bother us because nothing else is going to matter when we're praising God in heaven and getting a razor, razor mouth and razor everything up to him and just get, letting everything out. Yeah. I went to a football game the other day with me and my wife, and we don't go to sports and everything. We don't care, but my boss gave us tickets, and I was just sitting in that stadium, and I was like, holy Moses. I was like, imagine just everybody in this, war- in this stadium praising God instead of this game and how cool it would be. And I think we need more of that just around this, around this country right now. We just need people more praying for God and doing more godly things for people instead of being hateful and preach joe so, uh, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just on the rant like i don't know I, I didn't know what to tell y'all i didn't even know what to say i just got on here and i just i was wanting to tell y'all about like because i listen to other people on youtube and other videos and there's a guy named monkey works and he uh he just formal military he likes listening to the like you know we've heard of him joe yeah yeah well he's he, a local boy he, yeah, he well, he came out this last last couple of days with some pretty hard information, and uh, well, if it happens, then it's going to cause some big, big uproar. And uh, if with the previous president, and the only way they can keep him from being president again is to arrest him. Yeah, Joel, how long you been uh, listening to Into the Age? Uh, about eight months. Well, are you on I've, Into the I've Age been, Plus yet? Have we convinced no, you? No, sir. Well, let's get you on there for free. We'll give you eight months' worth of Into the Age Plus for free. That'll allow you to participate in the upcoming Online Prophecy Weekend and um, access all of our information there. So go on hold. Give Sherry your email address. We want to make sure she's staying busy in there, uh, getting everybody's email address today. So we'll give you eight months free, Joel. Thank you for your call. Thank you for listening. We certainly appreciate it. We've got time for one more call, Doug. Uh, How about we go to Debbie in Oklahoma? Keep it there in Oklahoma. Debbie, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you. Absolutely. Debbie, we are short on time. So I just want to say if you can get straight to your question, that will give us enough time uh, to get a response in there. Okay. The battle is going on in Armageddon, and uh, Christ comes down, and he's planted his feet on the Mount of Olives. Uh, The rapture takes place in that area. Is that correct? The rapture is actually going to take place before the Battle of Armageddon. 
So I'll tell you how we know that. I mean, it happens just before it. So if you look at Revelation chapter 16, and uh, you read this scripture right here, it says, Behold, I come as a thief, and blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. And then it says, And he gathered them together in a place called, in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Now, the next two chapters are 17 and 18, describing that there's going to be a uh, judgment of the, the great harlot, and that's Mystery Babylon, okay? So right. when we go to Revelation 19, if you start in Revelation 19, verse 1, and you look, they're celebrating, the host of heaven are celebrating the destruction of Mystery Babylon. And then it says that they hear this great multitude. They turn around and here's the raptured saints up there. And it's time for the uh, marriage supper of the Lamb. And I'm paraphrasing because of time. And so they receive their garments, their white garments. And then it says that they saw heaven open up and behold a white horse. And he that sat on him is called faithful and true. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. So when we come down, we come down with Jesus because it says in verse 14 there in 19, And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. So those saints just got those clothes at the marriage supper of the Lamb, and then we go with Jesus to that battle of Armageddon. Those two things begin to happen simultaneously. And that, man, that's a big can of worms that we open right here at the end of this program. But I hope that helps a little bit, Debbie. Doug, is there any way I can talk to you after the program? Yeah, just call our uh, 1-800 number, and uh, my extension is 116. There you go. 116. Thank you so much. All right, we'll be right back here on Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.